Welcome to another Godcast from Whosoever Magazine. I'm Candace Shalou Hodge, founder of Whosoever Magazine and the new Whosoever Community, which I'll be telling you a little bit more about later in this podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. If you haven't dropped by Whosoever Magazine in a while, we've given our site a bit of a facelift and we're posting new articles there every month instead of bi-monthly as we had before. Go to whosoever.org slash blog to read all of the latest articles from our writers and be sure to share them on Facebook or other social media with your friends and family so everyone can enjoy. Imagine it. The Evangelical Christian Church in America is a place of extravagant welcome for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender Christians. Not the kind of welcome we have right now, you know, the one where we're welcome to sit in the pew, sing songs, put our money in the plate as it passes by, but we're not allowed to lead Sunday school or youth groups or, oh, heaven forbid, be church leaders such as deacons or preachers. No, really, take a moment to imagine the Evangelical Church welcoming LGBT Christians with no conditions, with the unconditional love of Christ, just as they are. And while you're lost in that fantastical fantasy, imagine those church leaders embracing you in your same-sex marriage and celebrating your relationship. This is the vision of a new organization called Evangelicals for Marriage Equality. Founded about a year ago by Josh Dixon, the former deputy director of faith outreach for the Democratic National Convention, and Michael Saltzman, vice president of a Washington, D.C. research firm, the fledgling organization has big plans for the future of the evangelical church. As Evangelicals for Marriage Equality, their statement reads, We believe you can be a devout, Bible-believing evangelical and support the right of same-sex couples to be recognized by the government as married. They continue, our commitment to following Christ leads us to speak out for equal treatment under the law for others, whether or not they share our religious convictions. Now, those are fighting words to leaders of the right-wing evangelical church. The statement was found so revolutionary that three Christian magazines, Christianity Today, Relevant, and World Magazine, turned down a full-page advertisement for the launch of this new group back in September. The organization has also drawn harsh criticism by other evangelical leaders who say they've not made their theological case for supporting marriage equality. I recently had a chance to talk with Brandon Robertson, who is a spokesman for Evangelicals for Marriage Equality. He began by explaining how the group began and some of its goals. About a year ago, uh, the two co-founders, Josh Dixon and Michael Saltzman, um, who are two straight white evangelicals, just began to really wrestle with the fact that so many of their LGBT friends and people they knew were being really hurt and pushed away by the church because of evangelical Christianity's insistence on legislating our point of view instead of witnessing to the love of Jesus for all people unconditionally. And so they started uh, thinking about, both of them have backgrounds in politics and organizing, and so they started thinking about how they could organize an effort of other evangelicals who felt a similar kind of nudge to change the way evangelicals are interacting with and dialoguing with the LGBT community and helping evangelicals to see that no matter what theological position you might hold on issues of marriage and sexuality, that we aren't called by Christ to Christianize the culture or try to legislate our morality but we're called first and foremost to love our neighbors as ourselves and to witness to the good news of Jesus. 
the long story short is that over the last year, they've gotten together a group of people. We've just come together with this purpose of working to dialogue and have a specific conversation with evangelicals in particular to help them see that they can hold whatever theological position they have while at the same time affirming the civil right um, of the LGBT community to be able to be married under the law. Um, and we hope that as we change the hearts and minds of evangelicals through these conversations, that our posture towards the LGBT community will become better because for far too long and in so many other situations, evangelicals have been on the wrong side of history. We've been aligned with the oppressors. And once again, with this um, issue, we've put aside uh, the call of Jesus and picked up political agendas. And it's really harmful and oppressive to the LGBT community. And uh, we just don't think that can continue anymore. You haven't been received very well by some of the evangelical right. Your ad was rejected from three different Christian magazines. It's obvious that some on the right wing believe that dialogue is impossible over this issue. What do you think? We expected that um, because the sad history of evangelicalism shows that we have often, we've just really become bogged down with political agendas. Yeah. And so many on the, what would be considered the religious right definitely responded. But everyone that's responded to us has missed the point. Um, <laughs> every response that's been written about us has been saying things like, we're trying to redefine marriage and we're trying to water down theology. But our state explicitly states that we aren't asking anyone to change their theology at all, but rather say, you can hold that theology and you have the right to hold that theology, but are you called by Christ to work to Christianize our government or are we called to love our neighbor? Yeah, there's a lot of pushback from those in power, but the place that we've seen a lot of the positive response is from millennial evangelicals. And that's no surprise. The polls show that a majority of evangelical millennials support same-sex marriage. And that's, we're really trying to help show the older evangelicals that this is a generational issue, that a new generation is seeing things differently. And that instead of pushing us out of the church and saying we're not evangelicals because we decide to support um, same-sex marriage, we want to show them that we're actually, we're people of integrity. We have biblical values. Um, but this is just where we've come to on this issue. And we think it's very important. Are you trying to change gay and lesbian people at all? I would like to change their perception of evangelicalism. I like them to be able to see that there is a different kind of evangelical that's not um, working to deny them rights, but are actually people of good news, actually people that look a lot more like Jesus. And we've got a long way to go, but so often for the LGBT community, if you say the word evangelical or Christian, one of the first things that pops into people's minds is anti-gay or homophobic. And we really would like to correct that because that should not be. Mm -hmm. Well, and you can understand our suspicion, however. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, whenever we hear evangelical Christian, the next thing comes up is uh, ex-gay. You know, you have to stop being yep. gay or be celibate. or um, So that's not your message. We don't have an organizational standpoint on that. But for me personally, that's part of my involvement is, like I said, I really want to say I represent a different kind of evangelical, and I'm really sorry for the way other evangelicals have treated the LGBT community. Do you think perhaps, I mean, and, and there is a generational divide here, but I think there's also a power divide that, that evangelicals mm -hmm. who are in power, who have invested in the politicization of the gospel, uh, have a lot at stake 
if they say, yep. okay, we accept. I realize that many of these leaders that have really built a career around mm -hmm. this um, aren't going to change. But my goal would be, because there are tons of people like me, millennial evangelicals, who want to change on this issue and want to support their uh, LGBT friends and family members with marriage equality and other issues. And so if I can, as a millennial, sit in a room with these evangelical leaders and have this discussion and not get excommunicated from evangelicalism um, and show that dialogue is possible, um, that witness to millennial evangelicals, I think, will be powerful and will allow them to kind of come out in support of these issues. But as long as these people of power continue to not engage with dialogue with um, millennials, there's going to be this fear-mongering language used, and young evangelicals are going to shy away from speaking out on things that they actually believe in and are going to stay in our little theological box. And so it's really just to be an example to help show that these conversations can happen and you don't have to give up your evangelical credential to do it, just showing that millennial evangelicals are changing. Um, and I, we hope that paves the way for people to come out, so to speak, and support their LGBT friends, family, neighbors. Some of the evangelicals I've talked to, they have found that within the church, there seems to be a movable middle. And that when you present them with something like this, with the ability to go I still affirm everything is true in the Bible, but at the same time, I want to love and support this group of people, that there's a sense, there's, there's almost a sense of relief that they can hold yeah. both. Are, are you finding that? Yeah, I am. And that's that movable middle. I, statistics show, like I said, our very uh, majority of millennial evangelicals, they're young people who have grown up in school with LGBT friends. And it's just the generations before us just didn't have that. And so it was a lot easier to demonize LGBT people um, as something foreign and abstract. But that middle portion of millennials are really movable because we know LGBT Christians. We see them in our everyday life. And those are really the people we want to move. Those are the people we want to create a safe space for. That's really what's motivating me to do the work that I'm doing. It sounds to me really like you're trying to save the church. I mean, because kids, uh, younger people are leaving the church in droves. I mean, do you think this yeah. is a way for the young evangelicals to re-engage? Yeah. I mean, for years, before I got involved with Evangelical for Marriage Equality, I found it something called Revangelical, um, which was a mission to rethink, reform, and renew what it looks like to be an evangelical Christian um, in the Western world. And I love my tradition. I think evangelical Christianity had a ton of good that it still could offer to the world, but it's just been so bogged down with political agendas, social agendas, culture wars. And so if we can figure out how we can really rediscover the root of the good news and really center ourselves back around Jesus, the church is going to become a place that has tremendous potential for good. It's going to become a safe haven for LGBT men and women. It's going to become a place of safety and dialogue and place for doubt. And that's the church I really envision. That's what I'm passionate about. I'm, uh, my calling in life is to be a pastor, so one day I hope to be able to do that. And that's what I really want to cultivate, because the church has just been on the wrong side of history far too many times, and uh, I'm not willing to let it happen again. You can learn more about Evangelicals for Marriage Equality and how you can support their work 
by going to their website, evangelicalsforequality.com. That's evangelicals, the number four, equality.com. For a community where you can be yourself, be loved, and grow in the spirit, the Whosoever community is for you. This new Whosoever community is a safe and sacred place where LGBT Christians and their allies can come together and talk, pray, laugh, learn, and, and support one another. When you sign up, you'll be able to listen to an exclusive podcast interview with Matthew Vines, author of the new book, God and the Gay Christian. This is just one of the many exclusive podcasts with leading LGBT Christian thinkers and our allies that community members will be able to access. We're also posting daily meditations, and we'll be hosting live events such as book clubs, webinars, and e-courses. If you want to meet fellow LGBT Christians, the community has message boards where you can talk with those in our community from around the world, as well as right in your own neighborhood. If you're ready to be part of this new Whosoever community, go to whosoever.org community and sign up. Right now, it's just five bucks a month to join. That's less than a coffee at Starbucks or a fast food meal. Or if you'd like, you can pay $50 a year, which includes two free months. I hope you'll value this new community a month to support our spiritual gifts with your monetary gifts as we seek to grow and strengthen our faith together. Join us at the Whosoever community. In November, look for the new e-course based on my book, Bulletproof Faith, A Spiritual Survival Guide for Gay and Lesbian Christians. This six-week audio course will build on the book, but is chock full of brand new material, new spiritual exercises, and a clear strategy you can use to reclaim your authenticity and fully reconcile your spirituality and sexuality. Some of the features of the program include tools you can use immediately to begin your journey toward a bulletproof faith, how to finally make peace with what the Bible says and doesn't say about homosexuality, how we can walk away from abusive religion and situations into the unconditional love of God, strategies and tips for dealing with people who condemn homosexuality or want to argue the Bible with you, and much, much more. You can read all the details of the course at whosoever.org slash community slash upcoming dash events. That's whosoever.org slash community slash upcoming dash events. Thanks so much for joining us for another Godcast from Whosoever Magazine. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can tell us your thoughts, comments, or suggestions by writing to us at editor at whosoever.org. Thank you so much for listening. May God bless you and keep you until we meet again.